Welcome, my name is Mario, and we're here today talking Downey with Mario and Eric. We're excited about the positive response that we've gotten after our first podcast. It, you know, Mark, it's, it's fun because I've been getting some phone calls, text messages, um, uh, DMs, people who have already watched the first episode, and they've had some really good feedback, some really good comments, some constructive criticism, and it's actually kind of fun to read it. Yeah, it was. It has been fun out there. Mm -hmm. I, got, I got some of the same things, and I think it's kind of taken off. I think it's great. I think Downey needed a podcast. I'm really mm -hmm. excited for the possibilities, especially our segments uh, that we got. And we've got a lot of responses off of that so far. So You know, the, and this is fun to do. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't, it's not a job. Yeah. We're doing it because we enjoy it. And it comes kind of natural to us. Yeah. So, Eric, so what's been happening? Tell us, uh, what do we want to talk about today? You know, it was a busy week. I saw you this week at State of the City. Yes. At the Rihanna Event Center. Yes. Uh, it was, uh, what was it, Wednesday? This whole week's been a blur. It was, uh, it was Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. Tuesday. It was the Dodger uh, game. Do the Dodger early game. Dodger game. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, our mayor, uh, Claudio Fermeta, was the, uh, was the uh, keynote speaker. Uh, what do you think? Well, I thought it was great. First of all, it's always fun when our community gets together there. It was put on by the Downey Chamber of Commerce. Uh, we had seven former mayors there, so we're able to celebrate this year the 65th anniversary of our city mm -hmm. uh, from incorporation. Our city uh, was founded in 1873, but we were incorporated in 1956. So it was kind of interesting. So let me see. We had Roger Brosmer. Right. We had Rick Rodriguez. We had uh, Alex Saab. We had, uh, um, um, ah, wait a second. Fernando was there. Fernando Vasquez was there. Mm -hmm. And we had Blanca Pacheco. Blanca Pacheco. And then, of course, with myself and Claudia made seven former mayors. So yeah. it's it's pretty cool. It's kind of neat. I love being part of that lineage, if you will. You mm -hmm. know, so um, that's an honor for me. That was, that's great. You know, State of the City is always probably my favorite uh, luncheon uh, of the year. It's right up there with the with the Gangsta Downey luncheon. They're yeah. both right up there. Uh, but State of the City is always fun. I thought our mayor did a great job of, of recapping the year. And it, I think it bears uh, noting that Downey's had a pretty good year. Yeah. You know, it, it nationally, globally, I don't know. It, it, it's been kind of, it feels like a bummer, you know, because with, with the pandemic. Yeah. But here in Downey, all in all, it's been a pretty good year. Yeah. No, I think that, you know, having our own public safety, having our own school district and our local uh, decision making, if you will. So I think it's, it adds a lot. And Downey's mm -hmm. always been fiscally responsible. So I'm glad. And I hope that's my biggest concern is that future leaders of the city continue with what's mm -hmm. going on today uh, with with people like Mayor Fermetta and, and so forth. You know, uh, uh, Mayor Fermetta did make one announcement that I really, um, that, that really kind of caught my attention. She's, she was talking about the uh, Kaufman Wing over at the Promenade and that, and that the city is going to be building a, yes. an incubator for right. businesses. I don't know all the details, yeah. but it, it was sounded really interesting. It, 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 it kind of, for that, for that building, if you've ever been there, it's kind of strange. It's historic, so it limits what you can do in there. Absolutely. This sounds like a really creative solution. Yeah. No, it's something that the city has been working on. I, at the tail end of my uh, uh, administration or my time in office, mm -hmm. and that's some of the things we had discussion with. And there's mm -hmm. been a lot of uh, reaching out to different people, so I'm glad it's coming together. Mm -hmm. So the Kaufman Wing, I'm glad you brought it up. It, it's mm -hmm. this in the Downey history, but this is it, it's right on point. Mm -hmm. So the architect, the reason why it's historic, that architect 
uh, uh, Kaufman that that designed that building is also the same architect that designed the Hoover Dam. Really? So it's, it is very mm-hmm. historical. And of course, the things that transpired there uh, where the promenade is today is historical. It changed the history of the United States, if you will. And we can yeah. always talk and brag about our aerospace history. But that's where that wing comes from. So it's it's um, there's certain things you can't do to it. Yeah. And in the front, you got the beautiful uh, rotunda there for North American Aviation. So yeah. there's all kinds of mm-hmm. historical components. So I'm glad they're salvaging and saving. Oh, that. I am too. Uh, from, I am for the rest of it. So. It, 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 when when if we ever have the chance to step in, it takes you back to the 1950s yeah. and then in the 1960s, and it really speaks to Downey's aerospace history. Yeah. So the fact that it's being saved, I think, is just phenomenal. Yeah. So Eric, I'm glad you brought up that location. Yeah. Listen, I'm not sure that this is the moment we're going to talk about it, but. The, you know, the city of Downey really transformed itself. Very, mm-hmm. very few communities can do what we did. Mm-hmm. So in 1999, when NASA and North American Aviation, when they left the city of Downey, pulled up, they took 30,000 jobs, 30,000 good-paying aerospace jobs with them. So Downey had to kind of reinvent itself. And we had 172 acres. It was a super fun site. It was contaminated land. And it, so, it was it was federally owned, right? It was owned by the federal government. It was owned by the federal government. Right. So we had to figure out a way how Downey can repurpose that and also come up with, number one, you have to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Number two, you have to do a long-term strategy. Mm-hmm. And number three, what do we want to do there? Mm-hmm. So we were able to buy it from the federal government. We cleaned it up. Uh, that was one of the most tested sites in the United States. Mm-hmm. It was literally tested you know, like a hundred times a day in different spots there Mm -hmm. for many years. We even got insurance on it. The city bought long-term insurance on it and so forth. The the hospital wouldn't build a hospital there if 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 the land was contaminated or if it wasn't safe. Right, and a lot of the the national retailers that came there, like Walmart, Mm -hmm. they made sure to double check everything and make sure that everything was really uh, Mm -hmm. tested and they tested it for many years. So. We wanted to figure out what do you do with this 172 acres? So we said, look, we wanted some high paying jobs, okay? So we uh, sold the land a little bit cheaper to Kaiser because we wanted them to build the hospital there. They spent $700 million, 4,500 high paying medical jobs Mm -hmm. came there from Kaiser. We said we wanted a park. We wanted some way for our kids to have outdoor space yeah. and so forth. So Discovery Sports Complex, how we named it, the whole different story we'll right. talk, that's for another episode. Mm-hmm. Then we also wanted a way to create a legacy for our city. We wanted to make sure to entice the next generation of astronauts, of engineers, the STEM, to make sure that our kids had a future. So not only for Downey, but also for this region. Mm -hmm. Columbia Memorial Space Learning Center was born. We also then wanted some fun things. So we wanted some retail. Okay, so that's how the promenade was built, and of course, Downey Landing next door to it. So we've had all kinds of different things, and the Kaufman Wing is all part of it. But we thought about it, we actually designed a plan. Some of the things you made fun of me last meeting for Tesla, we were trying to get Tesla right. in mm-hmm. there. So again, we reinvented ourselves. Now, the city of Downey today, what is it? We have, we're a medical hub. We have three major hospitals. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Kaiser, we have PIH, and of course, the famous Rancho. Rancho Los Amigos. What else is going on, Mario? Well, the elephant in the room. You want to talk about it now? It's like, uh, there's a recall. Uh, there's a recall on a councilwoman, Councilwoman Catherine Alvarez. Mm-hmm. Our city clerk has 
has approved the recall and enough of the signatures to go forward. And now they're doing signature gathering to put it on the ballot for the residents can vote. So what are your thoughts on there? Now you have a, it's kind of a, a weird situation for mm-hmm. you. So what, what are your thoughts? So I feel like before I, I get into my opinion on, on the recall and on the councilwoman, I, I, there's a few things I want to say. Uh, number one is I have nothing to do with the recall. You know, when I ran last year for city council, it, it was with the best of intentions. You know, I'm, I, I wanted to give back to my community. This is where I live. This is the city that I love. And I've always been a volunteer. And this was my ultimate form of volunteering for, for the community. The fact of the matter is, you know, voters went a different direction. And, the, and I respect that, you know, absolutely. I, I don't agree with the recall to undo the will of the voters, but if a candidate deceived people, I think that's a different story. I, I totally agree. I don't think that the recall is about uh, you know changing the will of the people. I think it's actually giving the will to the people. Uh, I think if people would have known, I believe she's got a welfare fraud conviction that mm-hmm. she pled guilty to. I think she's got a shop uh, lifting ban from Michaels. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was arrested by Downey Police Department twice. How do mm-hmm. you, you know, supervise the Downey Police Department when you've been arrested? Mm-hmm. She had two warrants for her arrest, you know, uh, because of not showing up to court on there mm-hmm. for, you know, it shows a lack mm-hmm. of responsibility. So those things right there, I think the voters should know. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the the recall. By the way, I'm with you. I have I did not start this recall. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my idea. It wasn't on there. Am I happy that it's going to the voters? I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, then the people can have a chance to say, okay, I want to keep her. At least now I know about her criminal past. And then for those that say, oh, you know, we all deserve second chances, I agree. Mm-hmm. I believe in the second chances. I don't know about third, fourth, and fifth mm-hmm. chances. And I think that's kind of the, the it, biggest thing. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think before you can be given a second chance, you need to own up to what you did. Right. I, I've never heard uh, Councilwoman Alvarez apologize or, or take ownership of what she's done. And I think that would be the first step before you even consider giving that person another chance. They're pleading guilty to welfare fraud when you're saying that you want to help the people on there. That's a big deal. I mm-hmm. mean, that's a, that's a, a criminal offense, and mm-hmm. she pled guilty to welfare fraud. So here's the other thing is, and this is what most people didn't know, and now I think that they are finding out. So last year, for the last couple of months of the year, she terrorized our city council folks at their homes. She went to Claudia Fermena's house and terrorized her with mm-hmm. bullhorns and late at night. She went to Councilman Alex Saab's house when his three little kids inside with the bullhorn. There's some video mm-hmm. of her banging the drums and so forth, just unconscionable things. Mm-hmm. She went to, at 11 o'clock at night, ringing the doorbell and then with bullhorns of Councilmember Rick Rodriguez. It's his home, at his mm-hmm. home. He was in the hospital. He was sick and was in the hospital. It was his wife and his granddaughter were there, scared mm-hmm. to death, of course. When people are knocking your door at 11 o'clock, they have masks on, and then they're on your front yard with bullhorns on. Mm-hmm. Unconscionable. Mm-hmm. Uncon- and you know what she wanted? 
she wanted free rent. Mm -hmm. And she wanted free rent for everybody in Downey and to waive all the loans for everybody's homeowners. Now, again, things that the city, Downey City Council, does not have the authority to do. She obviously knows that because now being on the council for six months, she mm -hmm. hasn't been able to do that because there's no way. You can't just say city council says, no, free rent in the city of Downey. Right. You have the Constitution in front of it. Mm -hmm. But she was picketing the council people's homes and they're in late at night. Uh, disturbing the peace of all these residents for something that could not happen. Right. So that's just unconscionable to me. So again, you got to own up to that. And then <laughs> I heard this, check this out. So I heard that the Stater brothers, uh, one of the managers actually called the uh, camp, the recall uh, committee because she had called and want, didn't want the, uh, uh, the recall petition gatherers people to be outside the, the market right. be in the front and she kept telling them they need to be out of there and it's unconstitutional she was mm -hmm. putting pressure on the market manager and then she was saying she was somebody else okay so and she was a, she was pretending to be she was else. somebody else on there but you know how he knew because the caller id had her name on it really? Catherine Alvarez. yes wow. you can't make this stuff up on there so again it's one of those things that let the people vote. So put it on the ballot, let the people vote. So that's kind of the elephant. Um, again, like you, this wasn't my idea. I am now following up. I got a, um, a door knocker on my door the other day that said that, and, and I think we'll put it out on there. And basically, you know, she lied to Downey voters about her criminal record before running. So they got welfare fraud, she pled guilty. She had two warrants for her arrest. And she's got a lifetime uh, shopping ban for lifetime ban for shoplifting from at Michaels. Michaels and Downey, and then also this year one of the things she did she voted against the code of ethics. Mm -hmm. uh, the city council was a four to one vote. The other side, unfortunately, this is uh, their, her quote from at a council meeting: mm, "That American flag that actually brings me pain." And uh, anyways, it's it's a uh, it's something that the voters need to know about. And now they'll make an informed decision. Whatever mm -hmm. happens, it'll be up to the voters, and you're right. It wasn't yeah. a situation of, of you know, trying to undo the will of the voters. It's mm -hmm. making them informed. Okay, you, you get a second or third chance if the voters want yeah. to. I, I'm observing from, from, the, from the outside, and I'm, I'm not participating. Uh, it, you know, and it is interesting because I've been in Downey 20 years um, covering the city, covering the city council. I, I can't remember any other time when there's been – uh, coordinated recall effort against a council member. I, I don't. There, there's been plenty of times where people have disliked council members, mm -hmm. and, and you know, obviously, you work to get them defeated in an election. But recalls are, are rare in, yeah. in, in Downey. And it, and it should be rare. Thank goodness. I think the Downey voters obviously have done uh, done their due diligence for the most part. Yeah. Um, and you may disagree on polit mm -hmm. uh, po po uh, politically, politically mm -hmm. <laughs> or, or on policy. Yeah. You know, and, and we've never had, uh, we've had people that we disagreed with. And, and sometimes they may have done some things unethical, but we've never had this type of thing. Mario, let's talk food for a little bit. Okay. I, I went to a restaurant a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you've ever been there. Uh, it's a little hole in the wall place. Really great tacos. And I, I want to mention it because I don't know how many people, maybe it's just me who just discovered this restaurant. Uh -huh. Tacos Dangoyo uh, over on Telegraph, Tele Telegraph Road, uh, Telegraph in Lakewood, uh, next to the Starbucks. There's, there's no parking. 
literally like a little hole in the wall, a couple of tables outside. They have the best tacos. Oh, what makes them good? They're, they they have like a guacamole land tot, and they'll put pineapple oh. on it. Very simple, but very good. So, but right across the street at the Downey um, Gateway is a new place called La Chula. And they got La this Chula. La Chula burrito. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I think you're the one that turned me on to it. I told you about and, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. with half red, half green on the top on there. Anyways, it's amazing. That's one new place i just recently been to. And then, of course, we have the old favorites on that you have. Uh, and we're not going to leave anybody out, but I want to mention some that we've gone to in the last couple mm-hmm. of weeks. So, you know, of course you have, you know, Gaucho, um, Gaucho over at, uh, at uh, the Promenade. And Gaucho, gosh, they just opened up a new one in mm-hmm. uh, uh, Buena Park. They're mm-hmm. opening the one in West Covina. They're opening one in Pasadena, I believe. They're killing it. Florida Restaurant It's over on Lakewood Boulevard on the corner of Lakewood and um, uh, Florence. By the way, see again, more history mm-hmm. moments on there. So that building... And and you, was the very first um, uh, Denny's restaurant. Denny's. I, there's the there's a restaurant. photo out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Very first Denny's on there. Of course, Downey. We have the first Taco Bell, mm-hmm. and we have the oldest McDonald's, the yeah. oldest operating one, third one out there. So, yeah. Florida is really good because they have that home cooked meal. It yeah. just it just tastes really good. And yeah. we're not getting paid to say this. It's, no, these are just our honest no, opinions. No, no. These are on there. So we'll bring some other ones up coming up. And I think uh, last week we had lunch at Nare Thai mm-hmm. over on Firestone Boulevard. The great stuff. Their pineapple chicken really is food. amazing. Mm-hmm. God, I'm getting hungry. We're taping this around lunchtime. We should have thought of this I before. Know. So, this was not smart. You know, Eric, let's talk about Dork of the Month. Dork of the Month. Dork of the Month. By the way, we got some criticism. People, some people, very positive people say, hey, we shouldn't do the Dork of the Month and mm-hmm. so forth. You know, so what do you think on that? You know, it, it, it's meant in fun. Yeah. At least my, mine are always meant in fun, and I try not to target specific people. But, you know, sometimes, if you know, it's it's our opinions. You know, it's don't take it too personally. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. So my, my Dork of the Month goes out to Dodger fans who leave games early specifically <laughs> during the playoffs uh-huh. I, i'm guilty of leaving early during games in the regular season uh-huh. because i, I want to beat traffic and i don't want to be sitting in the parking lot for an hour and a half so i'm guilty of doing that but not during a playoff game yeah. i think it was during tuesday's game when the dodgers, dodgers were down and they made that incredible comeback before the come and you were there i was there did, 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 you, did you say of again? course i say you, you never leave good. early man you gotta figure that you. out years ago good for you so during the game they showed the car that were leaving the stadium when the Dodgers, Dodgers were down yeah. and of course they came back and, and they won if you're going to go to a Dodger game during the playoffs you better believe you better be there to support them and you don't leave until the game is over alright that's a good good dork of the month on there um, by the way I was there I was there in the bottom of the ninth inning Chris Taylor home run mm-hmm. against uh, against the Cardinals and on the this one uh, excuse me against no the against the Cardinals so I want to ask you uh, when the, the Dodgers were playing the Giants, yeah. uh, critical critical series. Uh, obviously, you're a Dodger fan, but there's a member of the Giants, Evan Longoria, yeah. uh, Downey Boy. Yeah. Did you and you know him? You I, know I, him I, and his family. I know him and his family really well. So Evan Longoria, Vince Scully said once when he was playing against the Dodgers, and here coming to bat is Evan Ligoria, the pride of Downey. Okay, this is from Vin, Vin Scully himself. So yes, Evan Ligoria played baseball here uh, at West Down Little League when I was mm-hmm. president. He was on my all-star team. 
Uh, and then, of course, he was from St. Raymond's, a mm-hmm. Catholic school here in Downey, went on to St. John Bosco, and then from there went to Rio Hondo College and then Long Beach State, and mm-hmm. that's when it all blew up on there. He just became this superstar, very nice man, uh, uh, and so forth. I know his mom and dad uh, and his brother and sister. I celebrated his grandmother's funeral, and mm-hmm. his dad helped coach my son and DJ. So he's a DJ local guy. Yeah. So when he hit the home run to beat the Dodgers there, I forgot got what game two or three mm-hmm. you know if anybody had to do it I'm glad it was Evan it was hard mm-hmm. to cheer right. against Evan Longoria mm-hmm. there always will be right. uh, but I mean I'm glad we beat him and at the end of the game up in San Francisco when we beat him in that fifth game there's a photo there's a screenshot of him kind of yeah. hanging his head so dugout. from a personal standpoint I love Evan Longoria I'm so sorry that but I'm glad that we won I'm so sorry that he lost I'm glad he got one game in. He got a moment there. He's a great young man, and his family is really nice. So, pride of Downey, Evan Langaria. So, I want to make sure I get that in there. Who's your dork of the month? So, so my dork of the month, okay, so uh, Mark Ridley Thomas, okay, Councilman Mark Ridley Thomas from Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. was just indicted for bribery and uh, mail theft and and 30-some-odd charges. Very, Mm -hmm. very serious charges with a lot of evidence, okay? Uh, with a professor from USC. He was funneling money mm-hmm. uh, to get his son hired there and, uh, and, and so forth. So this came out in 2018 in the LA Times, yeah. which ironically, the LA Times, a couple months later, the editorial endorsed him mm-hmm. for the LA City Council. Mm-hmm. So this week, it was an 11 to three vote to suspend him mm-hmm. by the Los Angeles City Council. And you laugh, uh, it's, it's an ironic laugh, you don't laugh because it's very serious, that three of them got up there and were defending him. One of the council members said, we're basically (laughs) depriving a 67-year-old man of his income. Mind you, this is for bribery, for, you know, self-purpose, self-promotion, and, you know, and all these serious federal charges, but we're depriving him. We're not depriving him. He deprived himself, but that was one of the comments. Mm -hmm. Another one was making the point that, listen, in 2018, it had come out in the LA Times that he had done these things. Mm-hmm. So, and the LA Times endorsed him, and we all endorsed him in this room. And he won election. Mm-hmm. And so what does that say? We're taking the will of the people, just like we talked about right. earlier. I couldn't believe the hypocrisy in that. Mm-hmm. So, well, first of all, you were stupid for endorsing him in the first place if that came out. Number two, you were all guilty of this. And number three... Are you kidding me? You know, so the dork of the month are to the three that decided to vote against not suspending him. They weren't, they, they couldn't boot him out, but they suspended him because how are you going to do your job? And, mm-hmm. and Councilman uh, Mark Ridley Thomas, he already had said he was not going to go to council meetings. He was not going to be on committees and he, until this got resolved, which will be years. So basically he wanted his pay. Uh, Foot Locker mm-hmm. uh, on Firestone across from Stonewind Mall. And I, I was lucky enough to be invited to attend their, their, their ribbon cutting. I got to go inside, look at the store. Uh, it opens. By the time you listen to this podcast, it's going to be open. It, it's beautiful. The artwork on the wall outside is incredible. It's, it's a, some of it ties into Downey history. It's it, really it, kind of cool. It, it does. And and in the parking lot, there's they have the basketball court in the right. parking lot. And just you could tell the there's very unique small touches that they made to the building. Yeah. There's actually a, a red checkered 
um, design pattern, and they said it's it's a nod to you know our Bob's Big Boy and Johnny's yeah. Broiler, yeah. and it's a very neat design, and I'm so happy that that. Foot Locker yeah. chose to open here in Downey. You know, well, we have a lot coming up in Downey. We have the we have the Downey Christmas Parade, and we have the uh, we have the Tournament of Roses Parade at January first, and uh, we're going to talk more about that. And we, we have a lot coming up. These are we're entering the busy season here here in Downey. Good. So yeah. there's there's a lot to look forward to. Good, good. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And and again, um, I love the history part. I love yeah. talking about the Downey history. So I'm going to conclude with this. Okay. So um, you know one of the things I'm very proud of. Of course, we just talked about it about our our aerospace and our legacy history. The last words, and I'll end it with this because we are an aerospace city. The last words spoken on the moon by Commander Gene Cerna in December 1972 on Apollo 17 were, we leave as we came, God willing, we shall return. And that's our episode for tonight. Stay tuned for our next one. We hope you listen in. Uh, look it up on, on Spotify. Uh, look us up on uh, we're, YouTube. We're on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Yes. And we want to thank our executive producer, Hans Fritz. Did a great job on there. Did some graphics. We, we're going both ways. We're going with the YouTube so you can see us while mm -hmm. we're talking. And then, of course, on Spotify so you can hear us. So right. we welcome your ideas. We welcome your thoughts. And God bless you. And uh, thank you for listening in and tuning in to us. Bye, guys.